No worries, mate. Yeah, we are. We're, we're going. So, you, um, yeah, do you want to play Fighting Melee, like, back for blood sort of thing? I guess so, yeah. It would be nice just to at least go through the campaign once, you know? Yeah, 100%. I don't know I when. Don't know. I'll have to let you know. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, I'd rather play it when you want to play it rather than force you to play it. Yeah, I, when we when we uh, do the podcast about uh, games we're going to be playing over the break, I'll we'll mention we'll talk about it then. I think. Okay. Because I've got I've I got okay. I've got a few ideas. Yeah, no, I mean, well, I mean, I think I know why it's uh, become on Game Pass. Go on. I don't know how long they had it planned for, uh, uh, planned to have it on Game Pass, but I know the uh, what do you call it the the player base was like really small like it went from you know opening day a fair amount of people to like fairly recently like maybe a hundred players playing it at one time but it's jay isn't that the story most often with these types of games yeah i guess it is i mean you know i i it's i feel like people don't maybe developers don't realize and not a lot of people especially gamers have like groups of friends they can play games with like that right that's kind of where I'm at that's like my thing of like yeah not a lot of people have uh, two or three friends to play a co-op game with mm-hmm. so I guess there is matchmaking on there though I haven't actually checked yet so yeah it does see. feel like matchmaking in a co-op game is getting sort of less and less interesting doesn't it because it's more and more frustrating even uh-huh. Didn't they just release a, a or like uh, announce there's going to be some new DLC for uh, Fire Team as well? I didn't. I didn't see actually. Yeah, I think the trailer came out a little while ago. Oh, I'll check that out. At some point. It's like a season thing. It's like they've had season one, they're now on like season two or something. Mate, there's so, there's so a lot of people much buy DLC that, yeah. out there now. I just can't, I can't even. Like, <laughs> I mean, we're missing out. I feel like me and you have have missed out on like free DLC for Valhalla, which is a game we've both completed. Like, how is that possible? You know. So. I don't know. Anyway. anyway. Yeah. Jerry, we we missed out last week. However, we've we got did. we've actually got a pretty big show this week because mm-hmm. of all the announcements and things from the Game Awards. But before we get there, I thought the other day I should probably introduce us slightly. So I'm Nick. That's oh, wow. Jay. Hello. Just below me. Just below me is Jay. And we like to talk about video games. We also like to talk about nerdy stuff. Uh, I like Jay's how you said muscles. below me, by the way. You're actually down there on, on the screen. Oh, yes. I forgot because we're on Discord and the things. So are you down there? No, down there? I'm, I'm. You're up there. Up there from you. There you go. Okay. All right. Just so we know. We also like at. to talk about Jay's <laughs> muscles. Do his we? Hat, oh god. Okay. And what is the name of Hella's giant wolf? Oh, Fenrir. They've got Fenris, Jay, but I will accept Fenrir. Okay. Well, I, I know in in uh, in the original lore it's Fenrir. Yeah. But I guess they might have changed it for Marvel. I don't know. I didn't even yeah. need the bloody multiple choice. I knew that one. Well, you just played through Valhalla as well, right? I, I guess so, yeah. But I feel like I knew that. Actually, I think I knew that from uh, from Smite. Oh. Because that has a bunch Did of you play gods. Smite a lot? Uh, yeah, I've actually still... I, have, I re-downloaded it recently. 
because I'm, I'm thinking about playing it again, but I just, it's just sort of there to be like, if I'm in the mood, if the mood strikes, I'll play it for like five minutes or whatever. I'm not bad okay. at it, actually. I'm pretty good at it. I feel like basically like League, it. you know. Yeah, no, I can understand that. Like, there's certain games that you just sort of keep on your console just in case, you know. Sure. Got to have a backup. Quick aside, Jay. Quick aside. Have you watched Arcane? I haven't. No. I'm not that much of a League of Legends. Fan. I mean, I am that much of a League of Legends fan, but I'm not. I'm not going to bother watching Arcane now. Understood. <laughs> Why have you seen it? I have. Okay, what do you think of it? I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I mean, you're not very much of a League of Legends fan, though, are you? Haven't got a clue, mate. Yeah. Have, have you ever played League of Legends? <laughs> nope. I played it for a long time. I think I play. I mean, oh god. They back in the day they used to have seasons. So they'd be like, uh, they probably still have them, but they used to be numbered. I I remember playing like, like maybe early, it's like season end of like season two, season three. So like a couple of years after the game came out. And then we're talking like when the game looked awful, you know, <laughs> like it looked bad. Like if you compare it, but I remember it being extremely playable though. It was still fun so to they play. Updated the game and graphics that much. Oh my it, god! Right? You need to watch an old League of Legends video and just like, okay. and then compare it to now. Like now, it is like a godsend. It's honestly like okay. insane how how good it looks in comparison. It's it's oh my god, absolutely insane. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, Jay. Well, let's crack on because uh, we, we you know we're always we could stay here for four hours. So Legit. so 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 so. Jay's all like, we. I think I called you up. I had a, I phoned you in the car. Uh-oh. And you were like, I think I said to you like, oh mate, when's the game awards? And you were like, oh tonight I think. And I was like, shit. Yeah, yeah, good timing. Um, and then we, I think we both watched the, you know, like the YouTube video after it streamed or whatever. Yeah, it's like three um, hours or something, wasn't it? Roughly. To be honest with you, Jay, I actually thought that was going to be more productive than to try and find all the trailers, basically. Yeah, me too. I mean. <sighs> I had a feeling they might have left stuff out on my YouTube feed, maybe. Sure. Either that, or I just couldn't be asked to like go through my feed and just add all the ones. Because there's also like sometimes a game that doesn't look like a good thumbnail on the trailer, but had I watched it during the show, I might have enjoyed it more. So that's kind of one of those things, yeah. Yeah. So I, sure. I tend to miss out on some games. There's definitely a couple that I would have missed out on had I not watched the show. And one of them is actually a game I'm really looking forward to now. So, awesome. Well, let's dive in, Jay. Let, let's let's for this first um, segment talk about the game awards, the announcements, and yeah. if you want to, the winners as well. Yeah, I'm just going to so go through like you... ones that are like you know stand out to me. That was the plan. Yeah, sure, sure. So just before we go there, Jay. Yeah. yeah. Um, all the summarizations and lists do come from IGN, Adam Bankhurst. So. Some credit to them, but we obviously watched it too. So, anyway, yes. please take it away, Jay. Talk about. The so I think um, discuss. We'll go with game of the year first. Just you know, headliner first. Mm-hmm. Uh, options were Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts Two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, or Resident Evil Village. Now I think I said I wanted it to be Resident Evil, and you said you wanted it to be Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. But we had a feeling it might have been Deathloop. Just because of yeah. you know how it was portrayed in the media, but it takes two won it. 
And I'm actually kind of happy that they did because it's an indie game, right? I think EA or is it a double? Is it a double A? I think it's double A, but I know what you mean. Like it's not exactly a triple A studio, is it? No, like usually triple A tends to win game of the year most of the time. Like nine times out of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it also might have just been like a bit of a slow year in terms of like uh, things. Like it's it's also one of those like transitional years, right? Where next gen's just come out. This hasn't really had much of a chance for innovation necessarily. You know, things haven't blossomed maybe yet for the next gen. So, but I'm, I'm actually kind of glad that it did because it, it is actually a really really good game. I've I've watched the playthrough multiple times, and yeah, I'm kind of glad they did because uh, I bet the team behind that are probably going to get a lot of, uh, I guess, clout. I don't know. They're going to get a lot of you know. A good rep from this, I imagine that whatever they come out with next, people are probably going to be more likely to buy it. You know, it's yeah, probably I going think to be more well received. Obviously, Jay, like, but the, these award shows are weird, right? Like, why does Insomniac <clears throat> need an award? It doesn't. Uh, neither does the company who may take two. It takes two. However, there is a cool element about it, as you said. You know, it, it very much does feel like a couch co-op or online co-op game getting that recognition or, you know, that much spotlight is effing awesome. Yeah. You know. Definitely so. deserved too, 100%. I, I really, yeah. like, if I had to pick, that probably would have been my second or third choice. Uh, best Game Direction, awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in Game Direction and Design. Uh, Deathloop won that one. It Takes Two was also on there. Returnal, Psychonauts 2, and Ratchet and Clank. Vision and innovation. I guess their vision-wise, Deathloop probably had a pretty good like scope. You know, I guess it is like like a time travel type thing, right? That I don't think maybe any other game has done in that way before. Yeah, yeah. To a degree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know about innovation and game direction. I'm not really sure. Like the creative vision I can see, but the innovation not necessarily, I'm not really sure. Yeah. I don't know if any of those games honestly deserved it. Well, in I think we briefly discussed this before, but I think definitely innovates on the fact that it like another player plays the other assassin. I think it takes two innovates on its co op design. Sure. And I think Rift Apart innovates with it with the riffs, you know, okay, um, and the haptic feedback and that sort of thing. But like you say, there's n- there's not necessarily a game there where you're like, there's no no standouts to me necessarily. No, like if In I had fact, to pick one, I I just sort of like you know, yeah, that'll do. I think I, Psychonauts I, and Return are probably the least. I think other three probably like have a better chance. You know? oh. I don't know about last year, but if Astro's Playroom wasn't on this section for last year, I'd be confuddled just because of how innovative that game is. No, I'm pretty year. sure it wasn't, but I can double-check that at some point. Um, best okay. narrative. Deathloop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange, True Colors, Mar- Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, or Psychonauts 2. Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy won it. I was actually yeah, kind of surprised, but when I really think about it, it kind of actually makes sense. Like it's I thought, Life is Strange. I genuinely thought Life is Strange was going to get it just because of the kind of game it is. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, you haven't played Guardians yet, have you? No. no well, I mean, once you play it, I guess you might have a better 
idea as as to why it won. I think it de- definitely deserved to win, from what I've experienced. Okay. Hundred percent. So yeah, you'll have to get back to me on that one. Yeah, well, we'll do. We'll do. Uh, best art direction. Uh, Death Loop. Is it Kenner? Bridge of Spirits. We can call it Kenner if you'd like. Yeah, Kenner. Uh, Psychonauts two, Ratchet and Clank, or The Artful Escape. Uh, Deathloop won that one. I can actually, I get, I understand why. Deathloop had a really good, um, sort of artistic, creative, sort of. Mar- it reminded me a bit of what, uh, like a mixture between Portal and uh, uh, Bioshock. Like it had a sort of very similar kind of like old sort of like seventies. You know, like how Bioshock was like the fifties. Deathloop was kind of like the seventies. It's kind of like the same sort of like, you know, thing. It was like an era theme behind it and it just kind of looked cool so I can understand that one uh, best score and music uh, the options were Cyberpunk Deathloop, Near Replicant, Marvel's Guys of the Galaxy or The Apple Escape uh, Near won that one I'm not surprised because it is a Japanese game and Japanese games are the masters of soundtracks and music so That's if true. I had to pick between two it would be that or Cyberpunk I am a little bit saddened by the fact that Cyberpunk didn't win it but, I mean, I think they definitely would have come a close second had we been able to see the scores or the voting system or whatever. I have a feeling Cyberpunk came in in a close second. In my mind, that was the moment where I thought, wow, people really just don't want to give Cyberpunk anything, was was the impression. Yeah, that's kind of where I, where I think. I don't think Cyberpunk actually won anything. I looked I at the. Yeah, either. which is unfortunate, but there we are. Like, I, I think that's a. Yeah, I think that's a situation where. There's so much going on around it. I feel like when I spoke to you about Cyberpunk, it felt like one of the only conversations I've been a part of, which was about the game, you know, rather than everything else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Best audio design. Uh, Forza 5 won that one. And I'm not actually, Mm. I'm not surprised by that because they did get a 10 from IGN. Um, and a majority of the reason why they got a 10 was because of its sound design. Like, it just has much better improved uh, audio in that, and I, I can definitely understand why. Like, the the, the sound team definitely... Uh, like, you think in a racing game, it'd just be the same old, same old, right? You know, cars make broom, it's whatever. But no, they actually, like, made a lot more effort to, uh, to make it more realistic in this one, so... Sure. That makes sure. sense. Uh, best performance... So like voice Are we acting. Going more, mate, by the way? No, just like ones that I, I I am going through a lot, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be skipping the majority of this list. So, okay, um, no best performance: Maggie Robertson for Resident Evil. She played Lady Demetresque, I think. Yep. I want to say so that made sense because that blew up. Yes. Uh, games. Did for... that bl- yeah, go on. Uh, sorry, Jay. I just want to ask. Um, I haven't played Resident Evil Eight. Mm. I don't want to um, denote the performance that Maggie Robertson did in that game. I'm sure it was fantastic. It was pretty bloody good, yeah. And I, you know, I think it's great that she's getting you know lots of exposure. I'm sure it's great for her. My question is, how much of that is tied to the sexualization of that character? Um, I don't think as much as you would think. Okay. I think had the character not been as uh, what's the word I want to use? I don't know. Busty, I guess, you know? Um, I think it probably would have been the same. Like, she still gave an amazing performance regardless, you know? Sure. I think had she been like a creature, it still would have been the same thing. 
I actually Just think um, I might have to double check this. I'm not sure if she was. I think she was the person who played Lady Dress, but I think she, she also. Was. I think she also played um, a different character in the game as well, like a like an end game boss character. Okay. So that might have helped. Um, games for impact. They've now made a new category for games that have a pro-social message. What the hell is pro-social? Uh, ones that are like progressive, I guess. Very left-leaning. <laughs> Who's the most left-wing? Game? Basically, yeah. And as you can guess, uh, Life is Strange: True Colors won that. So I'll just briefly go over that. Well, that that worries me, Jay, because I've actually got True Colors because I I heard good things about it, and I'm really hoping it's not left-wing propaganda. If I'm honest with you. Well, you wasted. Well, unless you pay, if you paid money for it, you wasted your money. Because well, that's exactly minute. what I've Life is Strange is, right? Well, the first one wasn't. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it was. I watched it. It's pretty bad. <laughs> okay. It's all pretty bad, honestly. Uh, best ongoing game, Final Fantasy, obviously. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I'm actually kind of glad about the fact that Call of Duty or Apex or Fortnite didn't win. That's actually like a big plus for the gaming community, if you ask me. Uh, well, let's not denote the, the gaming communities of Apex, you know, just because they're casual bunch of boom, baboons. You know? Yeah, sure. Uh, best mobile game, Genshin Impact, totally deserved. Makes yeah. total sense. Best community support, Final Fantasy, again, totally deserved. Boom. And then I think How that is Destiny was... 2? How is Destiny 2? Oh, okay. More. <laughs> hmm. That's more about, yeah, updating the audience. Yeah, sorry, Joe. And then I think... Lastly, I was just going to say best RPG again. Cyberpunk didn't win, but Tales of Arise won that one. Pretty shocked about that, actually. I'm actually not. I, I mean, it makes sense, but I, I think Cyberpunk should have won it. But I think just the hate on it is the reason why Tales won it. So I feel like the Tales winning it was almost like, um, like it won by proxy, you know, like it wasn't deserved necessarily. As much as it should have been. Yeah, I think that's it. The rest of it is all just pretty much like esports stuff. I guess most anticipated game, Elden Ring, won over God of War and Horizon, which is probably annoying to you. I thought Starfield. I mean, you thought Starfield was going to get it, didn't you? Yeah. No, no, sorry, no. I thought God of War Ragnarok was going to get okay. it. Okay, Elden Ring. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. It's probably because we've seen more of Elden Ring. So more at the current time, more people are looking forward to it because they haven't seen much of it, anything else. So correct and i also think it is a loud minority and everyone's gonna go it's not a minority and i'll be like yes it is because god of war sold 20 yeah. million copies yeah horizon sold 15 million copies and should we have a look and see how much sekiro has sold shall we should we have a look at this it's actually Live probably a lot for the audience sekiro? yeah i wouldn't mind knowing actually um... five million well there you go five yeah, that's still a lot. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's loads. It's Although, if you look like, at Dark Souls then. 1, Dark Souls 1 sold 20,000 copies in its first year. Look, I'm, I'm glad it's getting more exposure. I'm sure the audience from, from software games is going to grow, but let's be let's put this in context guys okay rag uh, sorry the god of war 2018 has probably sold more than the last four or five from software games combined so let's just you know, yeah that's probably you know about right I mean? honestly you know what i mean but dark, dark souls is one of those like the souls games were one of those sort of like sleeper cells where it's sort of like 
was out and then became popular mm. as more of like a cult classic versus like a triple A game like God of War just gonna be instantly, you know, money. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. While we're on the topic, Jay, of game awards, I think it would be good to go through the announcements as well. Yeah, go for it. So Jay was kind enough. You know what? I'll go through my announcements because I'll be I'll be pretty quick about them. Okay. So first one, did you did you watch all the most of the announcement trailers, Jay? Yeah. The Expanse, a Telltale series. Okay. First first few points on this one. What happened to all those other Telltale games that got announced after Telltale kind of came back from the dead, i.e. Wolf Among Us 2, etc. Uh-huh. Secondly, uh, uh, The Expanse? Have yeah. you seen it? So The Expanse is a TV show? Prime TV show. Yeah, yeah I, I remember me and my dad talking about it, and I was going to actually watch it. I was going to get pretty serious behind, uh, about it, uh, but never really got around to it. So I know it's actually a pretty good show. Not terrible. Okay. It's fairly popular, so it doesn't surprise me. But I, I wouldn't have ever said to you, "Oh, they're definitely going to make a Telltale series about this." I would have been like, "No, they've probably got a number of other things to choose from." Yeah, yeah. It might be one of those <coughs> things where actually it made creatively the most sense for them internally, so that's why they went for it. And bravo, if that's the case. I mean, I guess. But I am yeah. looking at it, going, "I'm never going to play that unless it gets ten out of tens, basically." Which it might do. You never know. That's not. That's not. Uh, judge before it comes out second up jay tiny tina trailer right this was very important jay for two i don't know however many reasons okay i we're both excited about this game we both think this game's going to be good this trailer was one of those trailers where i watched it and thought you know what actually this game could be fantastic yeah They, they just showed so much more of the game and it really shows how much they haven't shown us yet and i loved it I loved it. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. So it's weird. The trailer that came out for that, all the interviews that I've seen of people who have worked on the game basically spoiled that entire trailer over like the last couple of months. So like most of the things that they just talking about what they're working on. Yeah, like pretty much pretty much everything that they said in the interviews happened in the trailer. So I kind of already oh, knew okay. what was coming out, but I just didn't know that it was real. Does that make sense? So I didn't know yeah, in, sure. in what capacity it would happen. So I guess that's where we're at with that. But yeah, no, it looked it looked promising. It definitely showed off more than what I thought they were going to show off. But it is. I mean, we're not like we're not far away. Yeah, Comes out in March. Three is it March or May? Yeah, end of March. March. Yeah, it's not that. It's not that long. Like you know. So they need to start. Showing us some more. I mean, ten, I don't know if you know this, but the, the latest character trailer came out today. So, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. But someone watched class that. trailer. Yeah, I'll watch that later as well. We'll talk about that another time. Oh, another yeah, quick yeah, no thing. Worries. I think there's going to be six yeah. classes. Oh, that's a lot. Ooh. Yeah. So that's going to be more. That's to weird. Why from. not just save two of them for DLC? Because like nobody would question that. Yeah, like to me, the the best way to go about it would be four characters. You'd have like a rogue character. You know, like the classic D and D stuff, like rogue mage. Uh, like a berserker Tank, type maybe, thing, yeah. and then another one, and then two DLC characters would be like an archer and something else, you know. Would you rather have four deepish, like deeper characters, or six not as deep, if you know what I mean? Four deeper, I guess, yeah. Yeah. But the more the merrier for yeah. Borderlands and Wonderlands, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Fair. We'll see how in depth they go with it. You know how how much they actually bother to put in there. Alan Wake 2 finally got announced. You know, yeah, long awaited cult, yeah. cult, cult hit. Um, I don't like Alan Wake. I, I like do it like a lot. Control a lot. 
You like Alan Wake a lot. Yeah, I don't know if I'll get the second one. Apparently, they're bringing back all the same people from the first game, like actors and voice actors and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Well, I think the voice actor who did Alan Wake was uh, acting in Control 2. So. Oh, okay. Alan Wake 2 is in a good spot because I think Control did give them, you know, there's a big hit for Remedy, so they're probably in a nice position. Um, but the fact he said survival horror game, I thought, oh, fantastic. I'm not going to play a horror game. So there we are. Yeah. No, I'd probably play something like that. I don't know if I'm actually going to bother. I'm probably not going to bother buying Alan Wake 2. I still need to play the first one properly. I've like Might probably played the first quarter. I probably played the first quarter of that game like three times. I just never get around to finishing it. I just every couple of years I'll just dabble and then I never do. Surely that, surely that goes against the idea that you know you really like that game because you. you know I do. What I mean? It's weird. I really, really game. like the idea of it. It's just I never really like. My brain won't let me push past a certain section. Like it just becomes too samey at one point. You know. Sure. It's just too much of the same stuff. Hellblade 2 gameplay. Oh, Jay. Oh, Yeah, that's the uh, ninja theory, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, are you, you play the first one? Love the first one, Jay. It's the first one on Game Pass. I think so. I think it was when it got taken off, but yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Love the first one. Can't wait for the second one. This is one of those where actually this is an actual playstation game that's on xbox okay. you know we always talk yeah. about it reminds you know me a lot you know of god of war actually you know what i mean yeah this is actually the standout tra- well one of the standout trailers for me jay i think it looks okay. phenomenal yeah i'm not that fussed about it but i can see why people would be excited about it it was well, didn't it win a couple of awards when it came out the year it came out i think so i'm pretty sure it won something about sound, sure design, it won sound or design something and best yeah. actress even yeah yeah wouldn't surprise me wouldn't surprise me no release date, which is pretty sad. But alas. If you had to guess at a release date, I'm going to guess early 2023. Good guess. Like I'm first or second quarter, one. you know. But more like first quarter, probably like February. Oh, it's just so far away. I guess so. <sighs> anyway. Next up. Have you played this Matrix Awakens? Um, I haven't, experience? no, but I've watched a couple of people play it. It looks fine. It, it looks pretty. It looks like a tech demo, you know. Doesn't it look is like a tech doesn't. Demo. Yeah, it doesn't look like much of a game. It just looks like something just to show off what uh, Unreal's uh, can do, you know. And and that's what it is. Yeah, but it, it it's definitely it didn't like make me go wow. I mean, it did. There's aspects of it that make me go holy crap. Like there's a lot they can do. But there's also, I think, again, it's one of those problems of like my brain is just way ahead of what is possible <laughs> in the real world. So I'm, I'm yeah, just like constantly disappointed, you know. My imagination yeah. is way too good for I what think, I'm expecting or whatever. I think if you take it for what it is, it's a great, you know, 10, 15 minute, wow, this is what, you know, games could look like. And actually, Jay, it made me feel quite nostalgic because that's something that we mm. haven't actually had in quite a while. Um, you know, I talked about Astro's Playroom, but it, it does kind of give me, you know, memories about 360 or PS2 where you'll have like a tech demo type experience, which will just show off, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I thought it was quite nice, you know. Yeah, I like the the thing they did, like the video with Keanu, where you yeah. some, they, they actually switch back and forth between his character model and actually him acting. And sometimes it was hard to tell. 
Like yes. I, I definitely, I actually got tripped up once or twice. I was like, "Oh crap!" He was actually not real then. <laughs> I had to watch yeah, it like yeah, a two yeah. or three times to like really look properly. Yeah. There's, there's actually a couple of tricks with like something about the top lip. Apparently, d- developers still can't get the top lip just right. It's like one of the we hardest things to League, exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a good. That's good. That's that was quick. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Smart. Next up, Jay. You know I like Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, and I think I've spoke to you about what are they doing? What are they doing? Well, Jay, they're making a Wonder Woman game. So who's doing that? The Monolith, the developers behind Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor. Oh right, okay. So they're 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 off of the League, uh, not League, Lord of the Rings, of the Rings. Uh, train, and they're now on the DC train. I believe so. Okay. Uh, I don't have. It's one of those things where I'm like, I just, I, I kind of want to forget about it until we see some gameplay. Till sure. I see gameplay, I don't care that much. Like, I'm cool. Like, I care more about Suicide Squad than I do this one Woman game. I have a feeling it might sure. be good, but I also have a feeling they're going to try and push certain things that I wouldn't want them to push. You know, they're going to try and shove in some crap in there somewhere. It's Wonder Woman. They kind of have to, you know. It is interesting to. <sighs> I don't mean to shoot on DC, but it is interesting to see them basically, you know, do what Marvel does five years later in almost every capacity. Yeah, no, they they definitely follow movies. suit. Um, but they're they're sort of being a bit more. What's the word? Not conscientious. Uh, not as obvious about it. In some instances, in some instances they're like extremely obvious about it. In other ways, they're like not at all. I think it's because it hasn't infected the comics as much as it has the 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 IRL, the sort of uh, real movie and TV show. I think it's actually it's infected the TV shows immensely. The TV shows are all the pushing of that stuff. The movies are very minimal, and then the comics hardly at all. Definitely a lot in some places, but not in others. Like there's like DC comics are sort of split in half between like. It's all basically Marvel stuff, and then it's just sort of kept true to what it was originally, just so they can like hold on to at least some of their old audience or whatever. But they've lost a lot of all their audience in some instances. So <laughs> they've sort of gained they've sort of gained the the common audience, massive air quotes, the common audience, and then they've lost a lot of their um, you know true fans, I guess you know like original fan base. So we'll see. We'll see what Wonder Woman's like. I, I'm sure it'll be... I kind of have like a, a thing in my head of like they're trying to make the Spider-Man, but for DC, but with Wonder Woman instead yeah. of Batman, which is strange. Yeah. Like, who's the Spider-Man of DC? It's not one Batman. No, like I mean... The, bigger, the biggest... Because Spider-Man's the biggest <clears throat> Marvel. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. I guess it would be like a Batman or a Superman, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Wonder Woman, I guess Wonder Woman counts because she's, you know... Just as big as the other other ones. Yeah, we'll she's got a lot more exposure with the films and that, I suppose, doesn't she? Yeah, I imagine it won't be as as cartoony as uh, Suicide Squad. It'll probably be a bit more serious, a bit more like Spider Man. Speaking of which, the last two are standouts from the show. Hmm. Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Jay, people are sleeping on this trailer. This trailer. M- this game looks phenomenal. It does look surprisingly good, actually. Yeah, 
I, dude, I watched the trailer and I was like, it's it's genuinely funny. Yeah. The gameplay looks fantastic. Smooth. And I feel yeah. like everyone's just going like, oh yeah, looks good. Yeah. I'm like, what the f- looks good. <sighs> What are you sleeping on, mate? I think uh, this game looks incredible. I think I'm kind of like in in this place in like in gaming where I'm sort of like, if anything like amazing, kind of like mind blowing happens in a trailer, now I'm kind of like, yeah, to be expected. Like yeah, like I'm kind of at the point now where I'm like, I need to be like being wowed is the new normal. Like having right. your expectations either met or exceeded is now it's almost like an addiction, right? Yeah. Let's say you have like you you drink too much caffeine. That that new level of caffeine then becomes the sort of like what gets you to the normal place where to wake up. So it's obviously a bad thing, clearly, but it's kind of like where the the sort of echelon of gaming has sort of become for a lot of like people who've like been around long enough in the you know been a gamer a long time. You're gonna sort of like I mean you don't you don't maybe you don't you know depending on what what kind of person you are, but you you sometimes sort of your expectations, like, you know, you kind of have to be wowed to reach the same level that you would have been had been it just been a normal release or something, you know. And I feel like that's kind of where I'm at sometimes. Like, it takes a lot more to wow me than it used to. And it's actually kind of annoying because it's kind of numbing, you know. It's not that fun. I, think there's also I don't get as excited of... as I used to. <laughs> I think there is also an element of... We're growing up. We haven't got as much time oh, that's, to commit yeah, that's also to true. These, that might be a these hobbies. Like you know, gaming when you're when we were thirteen was basically, or you know, a lot of what we did. You know, and I'm not saying we don't do a lot of gaming now, but like, more you, now. we have the time to what you know focus on these things. Whereas now we don't have as much time to focus on these things. You know, but I think we probably we shouldn't hope. have had as much time as we did. Honestly, we should have, probably should have uh, focused more on schooling, but we didn't. You know. What are you, you going to do, Jay? What are you going to do? Not much now. We, we are past the point. I've never returned. I take your point. <laughs> yeah. I take your point. No regrets. No regrets. Yeah. I think the game looks phenomenal anyway. I, yeah. I think, Me too. you know, Rocksteady's last game was Arkham Knight. So yep. let's pray that this game comes out next year in a polished form. Um, I don't well, see why be, they would um... wait this long to not bring it out. In Did we see a release date or we didn't? I think just 2022 at the moment. I reckon that'll probably be Halloween. Oh, I like it. I like it. It'll, around there. It'll either be beginning of October or like sometime in November. It'll probably be like around that ballpark of Halloween. You know? It might also, It might <laughs> even be a... I feel like there's like a weird September release date where a lot of good games come out in September. Yeah, definitely. Because I know Spider-Man came out in September. Trying to think, well, there was definitely something else that came out that did really, really well. But September te- and October tends September. to be. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's, there's like September's like a really good release window for a lot of popular games. So. And last up, one. Jay, from from my side, but yeah, obviously we've got some stuff to go through on your side as well. Star Wars Eclipse. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Do we have any info on what this game is? Is it an MMO or something? I can't Jay, I'll said. tell you what it is. Yeah, go on. I'll tell you what it is. Quantic Dream are making it. Yeah, so Quantic Dream are uh, Heavy Rain. Correct. And Detroit Become Human. Correct. And what was on with Ellen Page? Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Two Souls, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I Heavy Rain. They've... Not as much a fan of the other two. I believe they've called it an action adventure. I spoke to Elle about this, 
And he, we were discussing this, and I said it's obviously going to be a Detroit in Star Wars. Right. Okay. He said there is no way no, they're making a Star Wars game where they you can't. don't fight things with a lightsaber. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just say this: if this game is anything like Heavy Rain, Detroit, or Beyond Two Souls, I'm not playing it. Interesting. It has to be like a Star Wars game, like a Fallen Order type situation. Yeah, sure. It can't be. It can't. It can't no, no, no. No, I'm not. I'm genuinely not having it. Not having it. This this isn't going to be. This isn't going to be I'm Avengers and Crystal that. Dynamics all over again. Okay. I'm. We're not I'm having it. it. No, we're not having it. I'm not having a, a Star Wars game where all I do is talk. It's not happening. Heavy Rain was good when it came out. Beyond Two Souls sure. and Detroit didn't do it for me. It was just the same old crap. I need the same old crap from Star Wars, but improved. Okay? I understand. Can't, Jim, I can't my thoughts on the trailer, okay? The trailer looked cool. Trailer, it reminded me of Dune, actually. I get that. When I, me too. When yeah. I watched this trailer, I had a few thoughts. One of them was, this game... It, Gives a gives a new fresh outlook on Star Wars, which I wanted from the sequels. I'm not uh-huh. saying that's what I wanted from the sequels, but when I saw this game trailer, I thought that's a new take on Star Wars. It definitely did feel that's different. That's what we fucking yeah, need. Yeah. To me, it almost and felt like a... um like a almost like an ancient Star Wars. Does that makes yes. sense. Like, like it almost felt like Star Wars before the technology. Yes. It almost feels like if Star Wars... It almost felt like a prehistoric Star Wars. Yes, it did. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yes, it did. It almost actually felt uh, like um, Prometheus. I get that. Like with the black goo and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? It yeah, felt yeah. very Prometheus alien type. And the music was like really different and interesting. Yeah. And I just felt... I said to Elle, I was like... That is the most exciting Star Wars trailer I've probably seen since Force Awakens. Watch it be like, bad, gonna... dude. Sorry. Watch it. Watch it be awful. Ugh. You know. How can they well, make up a Star Jay, Wars game? All I'm going to say is, right. I, I, I don't even want to go. I don't even want to go there. EA got the video game license. I believe. I want to say in 2012. Yeah, it was a while ago. It might have been before that, didn't? Didn't? Oh no! Did did EA EA didn't do um? What's the one where you play as the Star Killer? The, yeah, Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. What? What? That wasn't EA, was it? No. No. Okay, that was after that. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, dude, you know, just I don't even know what to say now. You're gonna have to make six good Star Wars games now because <laughs> there's just none. There's none. The last good there's Star none. Wars game was uh, Fallen Order, right? Right. And that's the first great just Star Wars game. Follow we've had that. In... Just just keep going with that. You're gonna do well. You know? Make a game where I can use a lightsaber in a fun way. And we're good. Okay. I agree. There we go. I agree. I agree. Just don't make me talk the entire time. Like dialogue is good, because there was a lot yeah. of dialogue in Fallen Order. But not in the bloody heavy rain Detroit way, you know. Don't make me well, have to press a button. I have the impression that uh, it might be like KOTOR because you've got choices, but then okay. I'll do yeah, so, so, stuff, yeah, so. yeah, like dialogue choices is fine. 
Right. My my like anti against that, Jay. Oh, can you believe this, right? Can you believe this? When EA got the Star Wars license, okay, they owned Bioware, okay? And that yeah. year, or like the year before, they released Mass Effect 3. Yes. So what does that mean? That means they've got another team working on Dragon Age Inquisition, and instead of telling the other team, who just finished a game, to go make KOTOR 3 and make, I don't know, fucking 15 million copies sold, let's say, yeah, they, they decided to make Anthem <laughs> instead. Yeah, that's tough. Do you know the reason why they did that is because it was a, a games of service game, right? Right. And they knew that they were doing well regardless of whether it was actually a good game or not. So they thought, well, we can bank on this. And Bioware, I think at that point, were fairly low on funds anyway. So they had to take a big risk and make sure. And they had to think, right, what's the quickest and cheapest way for us to get money? And Anthem was pretty much that. But it failed. You know, it was a, it was a big gamble. But at the time, it seemed fairly sort of like, you know, cash in hand, because it was games of service, yeah. like people were going to pay for that, they were going to spend money on microtransactions, potentially, so... Yeah. No, yeah, it seemed like a bit of a given, but I think it was just... when the, By the time the game had come out, that sort of, of service type thing was starting to die off, which is, I think, part of the reason why Avengers didn't do that well. I mean, it did, but it didn't, you know? I'm with you. It's part of the reason. Jay, you were kind enough to put this on your list, but I will read it out if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Cuphead DLC. Yeah, I kind of put that on there for you to read anyway, because I thought you might, yeah, you might need a bit of a... Holy... Jay, do you want to know my honest thoughts when I saw this track? Right, first of all, you know, music's amazing, trailer's fantastic. Do you honestly want to know my thoughts when I saw this this trailer and saw the release date? What is the release June. date? June. Yeah, that is quite far away. I mean, it's not far. I mean, it, you know, it's six. It's nine nine months away? Six months. Six months. Six months? I don't know. Um, yeah. What is the point? What is, what is the point? What's, what's the point? Oh, God. When did Cuphead come out? I'm looking this up. I Cuphead came out 2015, 2016, maybe? No, 2018, I think. No, I can't. Really? I feel like it was yeah, a while ago. Boys. Oh, no, Jay, I, I take it back. Apologies. 2017. 2017, all right. We were halfway. <laughs> so, just to put this in clarity, Jay, it'll be five years since Cuphead. That is a long time for DLC of a game that's been out that long. Yeah, that's kind of insane. We Actually, it'll be more than that. They... It'll be six years. No, it'll be five. Yeah, you're right. Okay. We best hope that they are making another game or Cuphead 2 alongside this DLC. You know what I mean? Did, didn't you already know what this DLC was going to be called? Yeah, they announced it like years ago. I was going to say, yeah, I like how they call it that. That's quite a smart name, actually. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, nice name. thing is, it does make you think, because it's the last course, make you think that's it. Right. You know, like, that's it. Maybe there's not going to be a 2. I hear what you're saying... I, I think that would saying. be one of the not one of the biggest announcements of a of a E three type thing, but definitely would be pretty big. Of like, oh by the way, while we were making this DLC we also made the second game. And it's coming out next year. Like what you know, whatever that whenever that is, like twenty twenty five, whatever, you know. That that's what I'm hoping. I'll be nine almost ten years after the game came out though. Twenty twenty five, you know. <sighs> kind of insane. Oh yeah, I, I, I don't know what yeah. I know, you know, true art and all that, but five years for DLC? 
Five? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I think... Oh, I don't know. There might be other games that had DLC that came out that long after, but... Five? Maybe, I, th- I mean, Cuphead didn't... It couldn't have done that well, right? Oh, no, it did amazing. Millions and millions of copies. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were a small team, is another thing, part Tiny. of it, right? Well, that's probably Tiny. part of it, is that they were just such a small team, they couldn't really get around to uh, doing it that quickly. Sure. But in that time frame, I believe No Man's Sky has come out and become a whole different new game, basically, you know. Oh, that's true. And, and they were actually a fairly small team team as well. Tiny. Tiny. Although they might have um they might have upgraded, I don't know. Hard to say. But hey look, I'll buy it. You have my money, MDHR. <coughs> I'm just saying it's taken a little long, that's all. I just like Cuphead too much. I just wanted more of it. Yeah, I still need to get into it. I actually might want to do a can we do co op on that? I'll need to check if you can do that online, mate. Yeah, if we can do co-op, I wouldn't mind doing that. No online co-op. Bloody hell. They should have that as a feature instantly. That's so disappointing. That's probably because they can't do servers. You are correct, probably. That is a shame. Jay, we're nearly there. A uh, couple of ones that are what you you want to bring up. Uh-huh. Uh, June Spice Wars? Yeah, RTS game for June. Yeah. How amazing is that? Like You get to play as one of the factions. That and try to cool. control the dunes and <laughs> have all the Do you spice. Know who's making it? Uh, honestly, I don't really care. It just sounds like a good enough game to me. <laughs> okay, fair enough, dude. Like, oh, dude, like, had I been born slightly earlier and I'd been obsessed with reading and like Dune was a thing for me, the the fact that a Dune game had ever come out would be like my dream at that point. So, I I do like RTS. I'm kind of hoping this is going to be on console. I think it is on console, right? I think so, mate. Yeah, I'd, if it's on console, I'll play it. But if it's on PC, then I probably won't. I'm, I'm starting to come off PC route. Interesting. As it were. Um, shall I set, get going on my stuff or what? Yeah, mate. Crack on. Uh, yeah, I'm looking. For, I'm anyway. I'm looking forward to doing that. Should that should be good. I don't know if there's any gameplay yet. I haven't checked, but if there is, I'll get back to you on that. Uh, the, I think one of the bigger ones for me. I don't know how much you know about this, but the Nightingale game. Dude, can I just quickly say, guys, right, <laughs> of all the games to mention, I was like, that is so Jay yeah. to want to bring up this game. Well, it kind of, the thing I like about it is it's, be- I think it's coming out on console. Uh, let me just check the thing. I actually don't know if it's coming out, I hope it's coming out on console. But it, it looks a little bit like New World, like it has a very similar feel to New World. That, I think the term they're actually using is gas lamp fantasy, which is basically like steampunk, essentially, right? Okay. It's kind of like a Victorian punk kind of fantasy game. Like almost like a... Uh, you, you would, I don't think you'd get the reference, but in Magic there's a guild called the Izzet Guild, spelled I-Z-Z-E-T, which is like a very sort of like uh, Nikola Tesla type experiment type Victorian like like theme to it and that's kind of what reminds me of this it's almost like very steampunky very like you know guns that run on i don't know like a chemical like you know very like bioshocky kind of feel to it but more victorian okay yeah so i think i think it's supposed to be like a like a crafting game much like uh new world so but i don't think it's mmo i think it's just like a shared world 
So I think it's like one. It's almost it's like it's like an MMO kind of. I don't know how much there is. Uh, uh, oh no! I just saw Nightingale as PC only. No! Oh. Oh, that makes me so bummed out. It makes sense though. They can't really do MMOs on console, not as well as uh, they can on PC. Oh well, I would have played it. <laughs> oh, oh well. Uh, what else is there? What else is there? But I think we've already spoken about most of the stuff. Yeah, I literally think we've spoken about everything I want to talk about as well. I think Nightingale was the only thing I was actually fairly interested in. Okay, all right. In that case, Jay, can you please take us quickly to the one where you can see my screen? I will share my screen. Yes. I'll have to change some things. Hang on. Very quickly, ladies and gentlemen, there is a Xbox-made Xbox documentary yeah on youtube six part series i think 40 to is 50 minutes per episode, something now? like that it is live now i've started it i watched episode <coughs> one fantastic okay. i might have to Go watch, watch this. it yeah it's great it's great mate it's great now what i want to bring up guys is that they have a red ring of death poster live now in the store and frankly i love it what do you think i think today? it's cool but it's pretty scary. Like, like it kind of it kind of brings back extremely bad memories. I have a a poster on my wall of a xenomorph, and I'd much rather have that on my wall than this. <laughs> like that's not scary to me. That is scary to me. Sure, sure. Man, I have some. I I had the red ring three times, maybe four. Same console. Yeah, same console. And I got it sent off to get fixed every time. I had to send it to Germany. Yeah. <laughs> I did it too. I did it too. I think I did it twice. Maybe once. I want to say uh, maximum four, minimum three. Like it was definitely around there. And it, uh, it probably happened like maybe once every year. Maybe once every year and a half. I don't know. I don't know what that's, yeah. I I saw this a little while ago. I was surprised too. It, kind of, you... it, su it surprised me actually that they would even like bring that back up. I think you'll be. I was shocked, Jay, by how transparent Xbox are in this documentary with their own history, with Microsoft's own history and their history. Yeah. The last episode is called TV or not TV. You know, and I I recognise that the Xbox One launched you know nearly ten years ago now. But that's still pretty self-aware. What do you mean, TV or not TV? What, what do you mean well, self-aware? I assume that episode is titled after the Xbox One launch where they were constantly talking about TV. Oh, and everyone okay. was saying how bad of an idea that was. Yeah, that was really and... strange at the time. I think the only saving grace for that was the fact that Netflix was a thing, right? Right. I remember the Netflix being a pretty big thing, but the TV thing was so strange to me. It was kind of like, well, yeah, just turn on the TV. You don't need your Xbox for that. Yeah, it's yeah. so strange. I never thought it was that bad until I actually watched the conference, and you do genuinely get something ridiculous, like thirty, maybe forty minutes in, and they haven't actually talked about like a game, and you do think like, oh wow. Yeah, Microsoft has definitely made some odd decisions over the years, which is probably why PlayStation has done so well, because <laughs> they just get right to the point. They concentrate on what's important, whereas Microsoft tend to make a lot of really weird gambles every so often 
you know. They don't handle things as proper, maybe, as the Japanese do. I don't know. Something yeah, I just want to fly this, because I, I love it. I'm yeah, it's cool. It. It's cool. Yeah, man. Jay, can you please take us to... Let's go. Let's go. News background. Hey, what did you have up before this? There was. Uh, are we going to talk about that another time? Yeah. Well, that's perfect timing. You did that, by the way. Oh, lovely. Cool. Right on the news this week, Jay from Bloomberg, Jason Schreier. Uh, reports of a PlayStation Game Pass, if you will. Yeah. Thoughts on this? Do you think it's real? Do you think um, it's going to come out? Do inevitable. You be, do you think it'll dent Game Pass? Uh, very inevitable. Uh, until I actually see it in action, I can't imagine. I kind of can't imagine what what it kind of uh, entails. You know, I don't know uh, what Sony has uh, contract-wise when it comes to like being able to have games come out like that when you know as a service like that. I don't know if there's any exclusives where the Game companies or developers wouldn't agree to something like that. It's all like there, ha- there has to be a lot of preparation for that kind of stuff. Unless unless they've already done that preparation, this thing isn't going to do well soon. You know, like I feel like they should have had this ready about a year. Well, I don't know. When did Game Pass like come out? Come out? Technically, like two years ago. I want to say twenty seventeen, maybe. Let me check for you. I feel like it didn't really blow up though until like the pandemic now, because I remember it being a thing, but I don't remember it June being very 1st, popular. June twenty seventeen. Yeah, so I think it. I think people immediately were interested in it. I think it got traction over time yeah, when we had so many big games join it. Yeah, like in games you wanted to I play. Think I think once the 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 library of what's available becomes uh, enough to warrant the price. And yeah, so as, as soon as I see a, a library of PlayStation games where I'm like, the price is worth it, and as long as it's either the same price or cheaper than what Xbox is currently doing it, and it also includes PlayStation Plus, then yeah, I'll probably get it. If it's if it costs more and there's no PlayStation Plus, not happening. Even if the game oh, games that were on in the library were like insanely amazing and totally worth it, I still uh, wouldn't like. There's no. You have to match it or do better. You can't do worse. <laughs> yeah. So so here's my Just question can't. on this, Jay. Okay. I think it makes sense for Xbox to do a Game Pass. And I don't mean this in a harsh way, but because other than your Halo and Forza Horizons, I don't think Psychonauts 2 is selling 10 million copies. Whereas I do, for, as an example of a first, second party game. However, or even Hellblade 2. However... Most Sony first-party games sell extremely well, not only because there's, you know, 100 million PS4s and probably 15 million PS5s, but because they're quality games. So my question is, Xbox exclusive games on Game Pass, even the likes of Starfield and Wolfenstein and all these games, you know, they aren't necessarily, apart from your Starfields and Elder Scrolls, aren't necessarily huge, huge blockbuster hits. However, PlayStation has blockbuster hits. So do they 
I guess what I'm saying is if they want their subscribers to actually get, if they want to have more subscribers than Xbox, I imagine they're going to have to put all their exclusives on it, maybe even day one. But then I feel like they're throwing away money because you haven't got 15, 20 million people buying Horizon 2 or God of War Ragnarok. And frankly, there might be that many people buying that game. Uh-huh. So what are your thoughts on that? I don't know. If you understood it. Do you want me to... Yeah, go through it again. Just a so, little bit. if PlayStation going to do this, right? Yeah. I don't think... I don't, I don't really know why they're doing it because I don't think they'll make a dent in Xbox unless they put their exclusives on the on the oh, PlayStation Pass. Okay. But even then, is that really going to be more profitable for them than just having 10 million people buy Ghost of Tsushima? Do you know oh, what I, mean? I see. Yeah, so they have to sort of weigh up the... Uh... But couldn't, couldn't you say that about Xbox and whatever well, they're no, doing? I'm saying, I'm saying you couldn't because... Their games don't sell as many copies. Well, so I guess Game Pass to me feels like it came out of necessity of having to catch up to Sony, right? But Sony don't need to catch up to anything. Right. So what's the point in having a Game Pass-like thing unless they need to outdo Microsoft in some way? But they don't really need to because they're obviously getting more sales, right? So unless um, Game Pass... For some reason, became because we now know is Game Pass. Pro- we we've read a thing recently where Game Pass is profitable, like it's actually making yes. more money than it's going in. So I think yeah, as soon as they, as soon as as soon as Sony knows they can do get away with doing that, then they'll probably make the moves. You know, Sony can't make a decision unless they know it's going to be profitable. Same with most companies, honestly. I think that's just what business is <laughs> making moves that you know are going to be profitable you know eventually True. but True. they can't can't take too long sony have a very short span of patience they they have to they have to see results pretty quickly i know the japanese are pretty uh pretty stringent on their results that's true they're not they're not ones to, to wait they're, they're not the waiting type i've seen it happen a lot in uh in fighting games um, you know, certain employees get put in charge of certain fighting games, and then they get thrown out fairly quickly because they just can't, really, you know, do as they haven't done as well as maybe they thought they could have done. So, I have to wait and see on that one. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that if they do do one, it's going to be as good, if not better, than Xbox. So. Let's see if it's worth it. You know? Yeah, I'm with you. See if it takes. Because obviously, yeah. you know, Game Pass has already had like five years to develop. Sony haven't had anything. That's right. That's they've right. had zero development time. That's right. So they've got to come up with something pretty good, you know. They've had five years to think about how can we make this better. It's going to be tough. But Yeah, but also five years to catch up, I suppose. Yeah, that's for you. All right, Jay. Should we move on to the next news story? Some sure. pretty big news stories for us, actually. I can't even remember. I'm glad to be to be surprised again. Okay, two AC Valhalla news story late oh, stories, sure, ladies sure, and gentlemen. Sure. First, we will cover the crossover event. Yeah, Whoa! that's kind of insane to me. That's it so cool. Insane. I actually, literally, I genuinely said this out loud to myself. I was like, "It's too much." <laughs> um, there's there's too much AC content. 
I honestly don't think that two years of AC content is a good idea. For me, I think it's. Even if it's I, quality, I need that I break. I need yeah. that year or two of a break. Yeah. Too much AC Jay, makes they, me not want to play it anymore. But they want to shove it down your throat, mate. They no, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm already pissed off that we've had so much content for. Uh, Valhalla. For Valhalla. I think what we've had is enough. Any more than that, I'm just going to get a bit uh, overdone with it, you know. Over. over. What's the word I'm looking for? Something over. Uh, not sad. Overrun, I think, is kind of what what I mean. But yeah, right, you know, right, like right. there's just too much. Like I'm good. Like the three. How many have we had? Two or three bits of DLC. We've had two large expansions for Valhalla. Yeah, like that was we good. Kind of That's had fine. six for Odyssey. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, yeah, I, I agree. But let, let's co- let's cover this, Jay. So basically, what they're doing is Cassandra or, or Alexios from no nope, Cassandra. AC-RC. <laughs> she's By the, the way, main hilarious character. That they've taken her as like the idol from the game now. Oh yeah, she's 100 percent the main cover. character. Oh yeah, 100. Yeah, 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 yeah. She deserves it. And she's then, so much better character. Ivor, Avor, sorry, Avor, yeah, Avor from AC Valhalla, of course. Yes. They basically, uh, they've basically made a crossover event. So there is a new island, new quest, new gear, blah 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 for each game. So yes, that does mean AC. Yes, that does mean new DLC. Yeah, old. new DLC for a game for an old AC game is insane. Like that, insane. I'm actually kind of excited about it. I'm excited to go back to AC Odyssey, but I don't know if I can do it just yet. Are you planning to play this? No, yes, but not anytime soon. Like I'd have to be really like in the mood to play it. And I'm not in the AC mood right now. Jay, I installed AC Odyssey. I played it for five minutes and I thought, I don't want to play this yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. I've, we've had our fill, dude. dude. Well over 100 hours. We've had our fill, you know. Let's not go there. However, contrary to that whole thing, I am going to do the Valhalla one. So shoot me down. I feel like if I was to play Odyssey now, it'd almost feel like talking to an old friend. Oh, whoa, oh! What? Well, I'm an old friend. Well, yeah, but in a good way. You, I mean, mean, like, you mean like meeting a school friend in the supermarket, right? No, I mean like talking to an old friend, like nostalgic, nice. Oh, okay. But that doesn't mean I'm going to want to do that right now, you know? Sure, sure. Like, it'd be nice to... I, honestly, I'm actually more excited about... Um, Socrates, okay? I want to see my man again, okay? My man Socrates. He's the best thing about that game, and we all know it. Okay? Manibus. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, Manibus. no, like like I said, it's just, there's, there's, I just can't, I cannot bring myself to do it. I've got so much other stuff to do. <laughs> Speaking of which, there is a new Valhalla expansion that will be about uh, 35 hours long at least yeah minimum and amount of time for me to do it March at least 2022 yeah it comes out the same week as uh as wonderland i think well we know what we're playing don't we well i think it either comes out the week before or the week after Ugh, that, i think it actually comes out the week before from what i remember no, march 10th i think that's a couple yeah. of weeks away from wonderland. it's like it's like two weeks before like 12 days before okay but even so, I don't think I'm going to be able to play it. Unless I, I want to play, I want to play the Cassandra DLC first. 
So you're planning to play yes. Cassandra DLC, Eivor yeah. DLC, crossover yes. DLC. Yes, yes, yes. The crossover first and then the Dawn, yes. I want to do it in that order. So I, between now and then, I need to get that done. But I don't know if I'm going to... I'm hoping I'm going to be in the mood at some point. Because I've got, I've got Legends of Arceus, Legends Arceus in January. Yeah. And I, I don't really think I've got anything planned for February and beginning of March. So hopefully I'll be in the mood for AC at that point. I agree with you, Jay. It does seem like too much content, you know, sometimes not having... I mean, yes, yeah, we're good complaining thing. about such a weird thing, you know, like... Like, it's good that it's there. It's just I don't really need it right now. I'll, I'll get, you know, I'm glad that it exists. I'm not saying I'm not glad. I'm, I'm very happy that it exists. Had this, had this, had I had this news, like, when I was playing Odyssey, even though Valhalla didn't exist yet, I would have probably been happier, strangely. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Because I was it's an interesting one because ultimately I think it's true that you know everything they put out for it is 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 quite good quality if not good <laughs> quite quality. Good. Are you talking about Valhalla and Odyssey and Odyssey okay so what I mean is it yeah, would be like mean? it's well actually it is kind of, it does kind of resemble I'd say it's better than a good quality putting aside quality. yeah this is what i mean so putting yeah. aside all the stuff about cod it's still a very good game every year isn't it yeah like, so you, you can't complain about how how it's not good you know right like it is good still, so quality. in that sense it's actually really weird because it is like getting you know the, a june film equivalent every year so, like, why would you moan about that? You're getting high like, quality every year. This second DLC, the fact that it's 35 hours long, that's longer than that's Guardians. That's t- almost twice as long as Guardians. And that's a full game. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're basically almost getting one and three quarter games Yeah. for the price of half of one. Like, that's kind of insane. Like, I'd say that's probably the best money equivalent for content that you're ever going to get out of an AC thing, I think. Oh, dude. If not Other than the Odyssey, Odyssey DLC. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's definitely going to be worth it. it I, does, I can't see I, how they can, you know, mess up at this point. They just don't miss. I, I, I do... Talking about it makes me feel like it's getting more of a burden, actually. Yeah, it kind of does feel more like a chore than anything else. Yeah. It's almost like, a, oh, well, I'm going to have to do that now, aren't I? kind of thing you yes, know that is what it feels like but i will do which is why the next. break is nice like i like having a good year to two years of no ac none mm. not a single not even a drip of it just nothing i want i want to like have a two-year break and then there'll be leaks and then there'll be rumors and then gameplay and i'm like right i'm good to go i've i've had my break of ac and now i can actually enjoy it again jake Moving aside all of this, what yeah. did you actually think of the trailer of the DLC? And yeah, it, the fact it's set in you know Norse, like the mythology aspect. Of yeah, the so it is basically like the Odyssey DLC, right, with the Atlantis and all right. that kind of stuff. Yeah, it just right. kind of it, it it's following suit. It's right. following history tradition, you know, with AC. Like we needed like a, a really god heavy DLC like this is it you know this is the, the god heavy one and I'm, I'm glad they've made it big too because I think had this been as short as the other DLC it probably wouldn't have been as enjoyable I don't think 
I don't know, hard to say. But I feel like the God DLC kind of deserves uh, a good amount of time into yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. You know, I'm I'm kind of hoping that they're really taking the time to make it good though, and they're not rushing it out because to me March actually feels a little bit early. Completely agree. Yeah, I feel Why like it probably should have a couple more months. In... I mean, the last DLC came out in August. Why not get it? You know, September, October next year. I was probably thinking more like June, July, but yeah, September is fine too. Like whatever. But I mean, it is year two, right? So it kind of has to be beginning of the second year. <laughs> well, I wonder it whether be the end this will be the, the only expansion year. in year two. Yeah, I, I reckon that's probably why it's so big. It's because it's the only bit of content we're going to be getting. So they have to make it last. Jake, if there's a fourth, I don't even want to talk about it. I reckon I they're going to do five or six. It. That's going to be th- almost three years of content, I reckon, for that AC. But again, it's all it's all placebo because, like, I saw today I've played Halo Master Chief Collection for like God knows, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours, and yet, and yet, that's not really one game, but whatever. And yet, you know, when we play Odyssey and Valhalla for a hundred hours, we're both like. Like, yeah. I want to play something else. I have a feeling we'll be getting either two or three bits of DLC um, next year for AC. And they're all going to be varied in size and, you know, I think the quality will probably be fairly similar, but the size will be a lot different. I reckon we'll get one big one and then probably one very small one and then maybe one other type of, like, little event type thing or something, you know? And then year three will probably be like three medium, or maybe two medium, one small. I don't know. I don't know if they're even going to do a year three, but I have a feeling they might. I'm going to try and. I know what you mean. Try and make it last. I have a feeling. I think they actually did. They might have sold better on Valhalla. So that's probably the reason why they're adding to it rather than just making a whole new one. Correct. Also, the fact that it was technically a release uh, title, so you know. I don't know, maybe it does, it does better in those instances sometimes. Jay, that was the news. We've already gone on longer than I think both of us was expecting today. So well, let's us right, first honestly. go to... <laughs> Sorry? It's about right, actually. That's what I, probably what I thought would be at. Okay. So my topic this week, very, very quickly, Jay. I actually, if it's okay with you, I was going to throw it to you a little bit here. Go for it. So I have played Fallout 76 in bits and bobs for the last few months. Mm. And I wanted you to ask me questions about it. Okay. I actually deleted it recently to make some room for some other stuff. Because I didn't I knew I probably wasn't gonna be playing it anytime soon. Uh Fallout seventy six. Uh what level are you on there currently? Like a hundred and something? No, I think I was late fifties. Oh really? Uh, I don't know. Why, well, I don't know why I keep thinking that you put more time into it than than you actually had done. Um, are you happy with where you're at? Do you think you could stop playing it now and be done for the rest of Fallout, or do you see yourself playing it for a lot longer? Good question. I have uninstalled it. I don't really want to play it anymore. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I. Uh, You've had your fill. Because yeah. Fallout to me, right, is like level 50 is the, the usual cap, right? Sure. And you technically got there on Fallout 76, so you've technically had the Fallout experience of level 50. I think that's kind of fair. Yeah, because... like you kind of had the level 50 experience. Like once you get there, you're sort of like, okay, I'm kind of done now. 
Yeah, I think that's fair because the map's also four times as big as Fallout 4 or whatever. Exactly. So it did. It just felt like an overstretched Fallout game to the point, and also the quest weren't as interesting where I wanted to play anymore, basically. Okay. Uh, in terms, yeah, I was gonna like in terms of like quests, then like so they weren't that interesting to you. They were okay. I think the voice acting was quite good on some of them. But ultimately, it might be because I was playing by myself most of the time. Yeah, I was going to say, it must be so different with other people. Because mm. to me, this kind of felt like... This almost feels like a little... You know what Second Life is? I think so. Like, it's like, a, it's like, a, uh, like an MMO experience where you basically like just live a normal life. But it's... You're playing an MMO, you know, so it's like a really mundane yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. To me, Fallout almost feels like the set, the Fallout equivalent of that. Like you're basically just playing a day-to-day life of what it would be like in the apocalypse in Fallout. Like it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, I have a life, this one, or I could just can't, I could just live in it. Like it is kind of just like living in a fantasy life, you know. But the Fallout equivalent of that, I guess, if like you're, if I mean, I know you're a massive Fallout fan, so this kind of thing would like be very enjoyable to you. But I definitely think it has a cap, and I'm guessing you've reached that point. You know, like what would it take for you to have to come back? You know, what 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 at this point, what would it take for you to be like, right, I'm installing it again. I have to play this now. If you were like. Nick, I think we should finish a lot of stuff in the game, <laughs> and I'm gonna play it for okay. the next four months. I have a like to me. I feel like the next Fallout should be on the way. Like 2025, 2020, uh, late 2024. Not gonna happen. Like when Fallout Four came out, what 2017? 2015. Oh man, even longer. Jesus Christ. I think the point of Fallout 76, for many reasons, is to bridge the gap between 4 and 5. It's to, like, almost, like, get the people who are expecting a Fallout 5 anytime soon to be like, well, I can just play this in the meantime while Starfield gets done, I guess, right? Correct. And also while uh, uh, Elder Scrolls 6 6 gets done. Like, we won't see a Fallout until well after 6, then, will we? Correct. I reckon once start so Starfield comes out November next year. Yeah. So I reckon once that's done, development will start on Fallout Five. There'll be a very small team. It, could, it very well could. It very well. There'll could, be yeah. pre-development. There'll be like the pre-stuff where they're trying to like get the ideas. They'll they'll sort of figure out like where is it going to be set. What's the story in Balamori? Wouldn't like to know. All the usual stuff. Okay. Jay, I'm getting I'm getting anxious just talking about all these games, bro. Because like. They're much. all just so far away all the time, you know. Well, it, like, it always feels like that whenever like a new console comes out. It just feels like all these games, like we're expecting them, and they won't be around for a while. Like after Xbox One came out, what was the next big game after 2012, 2013? Well, it must have been an AC you mean, like, game, ginormous right? sort of game. Yeah, we're or... talking like God, God of War level. Yeah, sure. Like Horizon level, like oh, oh. I mean, like, we had some Overwatches, some Uncharted 4s in the last... No, not last one. I don't count we had some. Uh, you don't count Overwatch? I don't think so. I mean, it is, yeah, but I'm just trying to, th- I'm trying to think of, like, ones that stand out. Oh, okay. 
Sorry, Overwatch. I mean, it does. I I like I, I like joke, Overwatch. I, I spent a lot of money on that book. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot. I'm um, actually looking forward to the second one. But yeah, such a good question, Jay. I mean, because I remember when the Xbox One came out, I was actually very disappointed in the lineup of games that were available when it first came out. Like Dead Rising Four, I think was it Rise. And like that, like, I was like, these games are not that good. What is even going on? I don't understand. I think though, like, the connect is a thing. Would argue oh, that Bloodborne is is up there, isn't it? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but that's PlayStation. Oh Jay, I've got it. I've got it. Witcher three. Oh, okay, yeah, that would have been the biggest thing to come out. What year was that? Twenty fifteen. Right. So yeah, it took like two or three years for a good game to come out. Game There's game. your answer, dude. We've got next year. Next year, I think, is the year of good games finally starting to feel like the, this console has made a difference. I think two years is minimum. It's the minimum amount of time you need for a console to be like, right, we're, we're kicking it off now. <laughs> We've had time to think about how to change this and make it work. You know, like the first year is just getting all the kinks out, and then the second year is sort of like getting more of the kinks out. And then the third year is where it all starts to like, okay, now we're actually starting to get there. I hope so. I hope so. Jay, quick one. Okay. Game Awards. Uh, I think the first year was 2014, and they had 1.9 million viewers. Uh Uh-oh. And in 2020, so not the one just gone, 2020, they had 83 million. Yeah, that's more than I think what most E3s have gotten combined, isn't it? Oh, my God. God. Yeah, that's a lot. It just goes to show, isn't it? it? Yeah, I bet he is. I mean, yeah, good. Gone on him. Get that money. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was it, mate. I appreciate you asking some questions about that, but I think we covered. Even though went to a bit of a tangent, but yeah. (laughs) No, no, it's fine, mate. While we're here, Jay. Speaking of tangents, I guess. Yeah. BDSP. BDSP. You got Ditto? Yeah, this is this is going to seem strange, but there's a YouTuber who I follow on YouTube who does giveaways on Pokemon. So on Pokemon, as long as you have like a Nintendo Online account, you can uh, go into like a global room where you can trade Pokemon or like battle each other, right? It's a good thing they're doing on BDSP to make it slightly easier to do uh, transactions or whatever. Um, but you can also, in a global room, you can also set a like a passcode, like a six-digit passcode, to make sure you definitely get a guaranteed either trade or battle. Like if you, if let's say you want to like go into a private room with someone, you give them this code and you'll go into that room with that only with that person. Something so there's like a thing like that, right? So this giveaway was giving away six IV dittos, which means that you can basically breed like the perfect stat Pokemon essentially. Okay. And what they were doing is ten bots were randomly spawning into these five rooms that you had to like constantly come in and out of to be able to hopefully get a bot to spawn and you get given a free ditto basically with all these six IVs. And IVs are like the stat things that allow it to be good essentially. Um, and they were doing it from Sunday to Friday of this particular week and it was the week I can't remember, it might have been last week actually, like a week or two ago, 
and it was the first Sunday in a while where I'd felt like really like not in the mood to game hardly at all. So I barely like touched mm. it. And from the day of the first day of the giveaway until the day I actually got the Ditto, I felt like really annoyed that I wasn't getting one. Because I probably spent like a good three or four hours each night like coming in and out of these rooms hoping that this bot was going to spawn. And I finally got it on a Wednesday night, and my heart was racing immensely. And I've all this week I've been breeding Pokemon just so I can make good use of it you know and I'm very happy about it and that's pretty much it that's all I really needed to say but I basically won the Pokemon lottery I should say because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not joking hundreds me, of thousands of people tried to get this thing and I was one of the very few people to get one dude I'm, I'm extremely yeah, I'm lucky bro. you got you got a series X, I might I genuinely yeah. might be one of like out of a hundred thousand people maybe one out of like two thousand people who got one of these things that's great, man. I'm very lucky. I'm very, very lucky. Well, to lucky. be fair, I, I would call you Jammy, and i call your dad even Jammier. Yeah, we're pretty Jammy. We're a Jammy duo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jammy duo. Yeah, even though there's a I J don't... and a D, it makes sense, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Groovy. Jammy duo. Okay, yeah. mate, Do you can you take us back to the home page? Sure. Please. Hang on. There we are. We're there. All right, Jay. Let's wrap it up, pun intended, with some Gus Hall's reviews. I'm doing it, aren't I? You are doing it. So, for those who haven't played, me and Jay pick a random game review from a random game media outlet, pick three quotes from that review, and the other person's got to guess the game based on those quotes. If you guess early, you get more points. That's the idea. Uh, Jay's turn this week, so he has the game. Last week, I gave him an easy one because a couple of weeks before that, he didn't get Fable 2 because he's a fake fan. So, Apparently. now, he I believe he's picked a hard one for me. Um, that's what we agreed. Well, it's hard, kind of. Hang on. Let me take a picture of it so I don't have to keep pulling up on my screen. Okay, this is actually a game that I don't know if you've played or not. So, that's part of the reason why I chose it. Okay. Um, okay, we're there. We're Harsh, there. But, okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm think. I mean, technically, you, if you, you can definitely like think about it, and it would make sense. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm open. My ears are ready. Let us begin. Are you ready? I am. Okay. Quality of life improvements have smoothed off a few rough edges, making crafting simpler, armor skills more abundant, and introducing quicker, more efficient looting. Yes, that is incredibly vague, but there's definitely a couple things in there that would make you think, oh, it could be this, but definitely not this. Okay, okay. Can you repeat it, please? Yes. Quality of life improvements have smoothed off a few rough edges. Making crafting simpler, armor skills more abundant, and introducing quicker, more efficient loot. Um, so this I'd is be annoyed if I was being told this. <laughs> <laughs> if you had said that to me, I'd have been like, "Screw you, dude! That's annoying as hell." <laughs> I'm not that bothered. Um, is this so? This is a review. Yeah, of course, this is a review. It's it's not like a re-review or anything like that. No, but that's <laughs> I like that you picked up on that. Because it's obviously talking about things that's making like a better version of something. So yes. It's obviously a game that's either in a series of games, yes, 
or a or a, pre- or a sequel or whatever. Prequel, yeah. yeah. Prequel, sequel. Okay, I've got a, I've got a guess, Jay. I'd love to know what your guess is. My guess is Destiny Two. It is not, but that is a fantastic guess. Not oh, because thanks. it's it's a fantastic guess, not because it's anywhere close, because it isn't. But <laughs> it's a fantastic guess because you actually thought about your answer, and I'm I'm very proud of that. So. Okay, thanks. Thank Are you. you ready for the next one? Yes. Now, I, I have to make a decision here. Do I want to go in second or third? By the way, Jay, I should share the stats with you on this podcast, because more people listen to this than you probably think. Okay. Just saying, you know. Cool. We'll go with this. And we, we d- appreciate if... it, and we appreciate it. Share the love. I'm going to give you a bit of a uh, a leg up here. Okay. The Barris materials, in turn, allowed me to make lightning-resistant armor for my next campaign quest. And so the cycle begins again. Oh no! Oh, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. So you got to think about a game that has lightning-resistant armor, campaign quests, and so the cycle begins again. Thing is, if you knew what this game was, you'd be like, "That's so." Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, what you just said makes total sense. Oh god! So my thinking is Hades, but I feel like you know that I've played that. Yeah, it's got to be a game that I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure you haven't played it. I I've put a well over a hundred hours into it, so that's definitely a bit of a clue. You got to think okay. what games have, okay. has Jay played that he's put well over a hundred hours into? Actually, okay. closer to 150, I think, probably in that ballpark. Okay, so it's either a roguelike or it's a Diablo-style game. Okay. Or both. Or neither. <laughs> or neither. So it could be Torchlight, because you're sneaky like that. Or it could be Diablo 3, but again, you know I've played that. Yeah, exactly. Sure so this is why it's confusing, because you're saying things where that I know you've played. So it's kind of like, it can't be those, right? You play Torchlight? I think I played the demo. Oh, okay. I thought you played that. Yeah. Uh... Oh, can you repeat it again, please? Yeah. <clears throat> the Barris materials, in turn, allow me to make lightning-resistant armor for my next campaign quest, and so the cycle begins again. So it's kind of I I can see why you think it'd be a roguelike because of the cycle aspect. It's definitely a good thought to have, but is it correct? Might not be. This is hard. I'm giving you a this pretty big hard. clue here with the first sentence, or like the first part of the sentence, but I don't think uh, you I, know what a Barath is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Yeah, well, that's, yeah um, that'll be it. Okay, I've got two guesses. I'm going to go for one. Okay. I'm just trying to make sure the quote quote one matches a lot up with the... Yeah, make guess. sure it matches up. What was quote one again? Uh, uh, quality of life improvements have smoothed yeah, up a few yeah, rough yeah. edges, making crafting simpler. Armor skills more abundant and using quicker, more efficient looting. Okay. I think the looting aspect is I, probably throwing I, you off, actually. I'm confident with this guess. Okay. Monster Hunter World. It certainly is. Wow. I cannot oh. believe you got that. That was really oh. good. That was really good. Wow. I'm very, I'm very uh, impressed by that. Thank you. That was some good deductive skills right there. Thank you. 
Well, no, you, you know. gave me a lot of clues, to be fair. You I did give you a massive amount. Yeah, I'm, I'm a very nice I am person. on a massive high. I'm not going to lie to you. I do want to jump on the ceiling <laughs> right now. I actually think you'd probably like... Um, you'd like Monster Hunter World if you played it, honestly. I probably would. I think you'd be very surprised at how... It's surprisingly accessible. Dude, as soon as I saw that game, I just thought, surely that, that is what Monster Hunter should have been the whole time. Yeah, that's exactly what my thought. Because I'd always wanted to play Monster Hunter, but I'd played, I think I might have played it on DS once, and I was like, this is close to unplayable. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, but it was like close enough for me to still be able to enjoy it a little bit. I think I definitely played it for a lot on like a DS time. I, may, I, I might have played like a demo on DS for like. There was like an hour long, but I played it for like hours and hours and hours just because it was like a cycle kind of thing, right? But then yeah. when I finally got around to actually like playing that, I was like, yeah, this is like, this is exactly what I wanted. So I put, yeah, I put about 150 hours, 160 hours into that game, and it was 100% wow. worth it. 100%. I didn't, I didn't play the Iceborne DLC, I don't think. Sure. Wasn't really fussed about that, but yeah, it was still good. Was there one after that? I don't think so. Uh, no, yeah, there was. Yeah, there's one more, I think. Wasn't I don't it? think it was massive. I think it was just like an additional thing. Oh, there was like okay. a couple extra monsters or whatever. Did you get like all the achievements and stuff? I no, I didn't really bother with achievements. I just made sure to like get really, really good gear and make sure I could kill monsters efficiently. I think a lot of the a lot of the end game is just like uh, how long it takes you to kill a certain boss, and as soon as you as long as you can get it quicker and quicker each time, you're improving essentially. You know, what's, what's the last quote, mate? I oh, want you want to read the last one. Yeah. All right, hang on. For the kids, for the kids. Hang about, hang about. Monsters themselves come with a wealth of strengths and weaknesses and many, many materials to harvest. Very good. Like, I feel like that one was probably... I had that as my second one, but I then changed it to my third one because I thought that would probably... I think you made the right call there. That would probably be too obvious, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was a fun one. I actually enjoyed looking for that one. That was that was interesting. That was it was challenging. Very yeah, challenging. I'm very, uh, I'm genuinely impressed that you got that. I thought there's no way he's gonna get it because <laughs> I knew you hadn't played it. But man, I haven't. Look at my thing. I haven't played it. <sighs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have ever got that had I not played it. I thought the oh, looting was mate. really gonna th- like you kept talking about like like RPGs and I was like yeah great the looting yeah. thing way through them off and all the road yeah I, I was thinking like Borderlands style looting actually especially yeah. with the cycle thing because technically like, like there is looting in in uh, Monster Hunter but it's like a very different it's more like materials and crafting so slightly sure. different slightly different sure Jay we haven't got a quote or anything to end the show unless you've got one to share. No, no, I usually have something, but no, not this time. No, that's all good, mate. I will save Pixel Perfect for the two special episodes we have coming out. So sure. this week, hopefully everything will go live on time. <laughs> okay. And then next week and over the Christmas period, we will have a small sit-down chat to discuss yeah, if we're going to play gonna games over to. Christmas, yeah. what games we're going to What we plan to play and probably what we won't end up getting to because we'll be, I don't know, not in the mood or whatever it might be. Correct, because Jay's playing Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, that is part of it, yeah. And we'll also have something I'm, I think both of us are pretty excited about. Our first annual Christmas quiz. Sure. It will be gaming related. Please play along at home. I'm going to work on it this week. 
Hopefully we're going to record it this week. So I've I've bounced some ideas around with L, and I'm pretty excited about the rounds we've come up with. Well, so we're if, get all if those the pixel resources. perfect thing is is any indication on how good it is, how good you are at coming up with stuff, I think uh, I think the quiz will be just fine. Oh, thanks, mate. It will exceed my expectations. I think you'll have a great time. I'm not uh, I know to you it. love thinking about stuff. I think you'll have a great time. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm kind of 50-50 on that. I, I do like thinking about things, but sometimes I'm just like, no think right now. Yeah, yeah. So sure. we'll see. <laughs> sure. All right, dude. Thank you very much for your time and expertise. We will see you all. Well, no, let, let's sign off the Christmas quiz one as our sign-off for Christmas. Let's sure. just say... You know, try and not get COVID, get your boosters, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah, stay in. All the usual. Stay indoors. <laughs> stay indoors. Yeah, don't, go don't, don't leave. It's too cold anyway. Uh, very good. Very good. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. And we will see you all very soon, hopefully. Mm. Peace. Peace.